This is 416 Basketball, and this is the Raptors Trade Show. Let's start with the clickbait. So, Anthony Davis wants out of New Orleans. Can the Raptors trade for him? I think it's possible. It has to be possible. You know, the Raptors have Pascal Siakam, one of the better young assets in the league. That alone isn't going to be enough, but I don't know. You package Siakam with OG Ananobi. Norman Powell and Jonas Valanciunas, and you start you're starting to get a legitimate offer, and I really think even if it's not enough, you you price enforce, you force other teams to raise their offers, so no one gets Davis for cheap. Like no one price enforced the Raptors, so we were able to get you know Kawhi for a great deal. So I think this is just like ensuring that Davis isn't stolen for nothing. But like a lineup of Kyle Lowry, Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and Serge Ibaka or Jonas Valanciunas, I don't think the Pelicans would want both. But whichever one, you know, the Pelicans didn't want, you know, you put the other guy in the starting lineup. I think that's a great lineup, but I, and people have raised the concern that, you know, the Raptors bench would be garbage if they made this move, and it would be, but um, the Raptors bench is currently garbage. They're just not performing, and for for whatever reason, but I think if you make this trade, I think the guys who get bought out after the trade deadline, I think they would line up to join the Raptors if the Raptors traded for Anthony Davis. Think about it. The Raptors have Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard, those buyout guys, you know, they're not all great, but, you know, you have, like, specific skill guys. You know, you might have a shooter, you might have a rebounder, but, like, there'll be something there. And I think, why would they not want to play for the Raptors? Like, there would be bench minutes open for us. I already think we're the best team in the East, but we'd be definitively the best team in the East. We'd be definitively the best team that can challenge the Warriors. And I think, the, in the scope of things, the Raptors would be like the good guys trying to defeat evil and the Warriors. And I think, I think a lot of players would want to be a part of that, be be a part of the team that takes down the, these historic Warriors. So I don't think I don't think filling out the bench would be an issue. And even even if that could be a thing, I think. Uh, because rotation shortened in the playoffs, I, I don't think um, it would be the Raptors' downfall. Now, Anthony Davis, he would look fantastic on the Raptors. He'd look fantastic on any team. But you know the odds, the odds of that happening, him coming here, Pelicans deciding, Siakam is the guy they want with with OG and Norman and Valanciunas, the odds of like the Pelicans saying, let's go, and them saying it at this tra- at the trade deadline now, I think I think is extremely low. I don't think it's gonna happen, but you try it, you see what can happen. But well, let's just go down some other possibilities that could be more realistic because Everyone wants to talk trade. Trade deadline's coming up, and people want the Raptors to be better, and 
the team's been struggling lately, so we'll we'll explore some stuff. So I'm just to start off with some names that don't really fit, but you know could be available. So Jeremy Lin doesn't fit. The Raptors have Kyle Lowry, they have Fred Van Fleet, they have Delon Wright, and you know Wright got DMP'd one game, like coach's decision. Like you don't like Jeremy Lin shouldn't get minutes on the Raptors. He wouldn't make sense from a basketball standpoint. He's not a good shooter from deep. He's not a good defender. Needs the ball in his hands. Yeah, he can score a little bit, but he's just not what they what the Raptors need. From a marketing angle, it would be great, but I feel like that's more a tactic you try when the team is mediocre and bad, you know. Toronto has a significant Asian population, and Jeremy Lin, you know, would help sell tickets and merchandise, but the Raptors don't need that right now. You know, the Raptors are selling selling out. They're selling merch pretty damn well. So, like, the team got mediocre. Maybe maybe you, you try uh, Jeremy Lin to make the team some money, but currently, basketball-wise, he wouldn't help us. Dwayne Dedman. I think he's a really solid defensive big, but offensively, it doesn't really do too much. He's a good backup center, but again, the Raptors don't need him. He wouldn't wouldn't get minutes on this team once Jonas Valanciunas returns because yes, Deadman would probably get minutes over Greg Monroe. I think he's better than Greg Monroe, but Deadman's not better than Serge Ibaka or Jonas Valanciunas, so I'm going to cross that one off. Terry Rozier. Again, with the point guard situation, the Raptors don't need another one, but Terry Rozier is a decent defender. He's very inconsistent with his shot and often very inefficient. The Celtics probably are in a bind with him because they don't want to pay him this summer. And he's a restricted free agent, but they also don't want to lose him for nothing. The Raptors don't have an incentive to help the Celtics here, and there's there's no point. Like they they should trade the Celtics should trade Terry Rozier, but you know maybe to a Phoenix, Orlando, some young team that you know is looking long term with a young core. Moving on, Cody Zeller. So again. The Raptors don't really need another center. Cody Zeller is currently injured, but he's due back, I think, like roughly around when Jonas Valanciunas is due back, so it doesn't really help. I think Zeller gets a bad rap just because of how much money he's making. But, you know, he's a good defender, doesn't need the ball to be productive. And he's still, like, only 26. I think... Cody Zeller has the the Mason Plumley issue where he's too good to be a backup, but he's not good enough to be a starter, and it it just it puts him in this weird zone where it's like, where does he fit? And he wouldn't fit on the Raptors because we don't need another center. <laughs> another center to talk about, Robin Lopez. I don't I actually don't know if Lopez is still good. He's really lost minutes on the Chicago Bulls. Obviously, they want to go younger. They have no reason to keep him. 
Yeah. Raptors don't need a center. I don't even know if Lopez is good. Nope. Moving on, Andre Drummond. Now, Drummond's interesting because, again, this is another player who I think gets a bad rap because of the crazy money he's getting, but I think Andre Drummond's good. He's an elite rebounder. He's a very good defensive player, despite somehow the Pistons getting destroyed at the rim. I think they're like one of the worst teams at opposing field goal percentage in that restricted area, but... Andre Drummond's really good. The The problem with Andre Drummond is his offense. And you need to surround him with shooters. And the Pistons haven't done that. The Raptors cannot do that. Therefore, the Raptors have no reason to get him. Another Pistons player, Reggie Jackson. And I think Reggie Jackson, he's a below-average starting point guard, but he's being paid like a starter. And... That does not work for the Raptors. That does not work for the Pistons. And Reggie Jackson isn't bad. You know, he can can get his own shot. Um, Doesn't do too much else, but he he would be an elite backup somewhere. And if another team's not concerned about taking on his contract and they want to upgrade that backup spot, probably have Reggie Jackson for nothing, just like expiring contracts or something you might even be able to get back like i don't know second round pick or something for taking him but um yeah it it doesn't work on the raptors dennis smith jr we saw him the other night i really loved a, a dennis smith in his draft class i think i had him number two on my board at the time as a rookie he put up you know these raw counting stats but was inefficient and struggled on defense. I think it's really hard to know with Dennis Smith whether he's going to develop into a good, a good player or not. But so, somebody should definitely take a gamble on him because I think he's got you know the pedigree, he's got the, the, the tools. It's just whether it all comes together. The Raptors currently you know shouldn't trade for him. There's there's no reason especially if the Raptors want to win now. But if everything went, like, poorly for the Raptors, like, got eliminated earlier in the playoffs than they hope, uh, Kawhi walks, then I could see a situation where the Raptors blow it up, trade Kyle Lowry, and uh, could trade for someone like Dennis Smith. But currently, not in position to do it. Gorgie Zhang. I think uh, Gorgie... It deserves more minutes on the Wolves. He's seen his role diminish a lot under Thibodeau and now Saunders, but he's another overpaid center. And the Wolves regretted that deal, the money they gave him that deal as soon as they made it. They've been trading, trying to trade him ever since. He'd be better than Greg Monroe, but again, he's not better than Jonas Manchin. He's not better than Serge Ibaka. It doesn't make sense. Patrick Beverly. He's not having a good season on the Clippers, and the Clippers will not make it a priority to sign him in the offseason. I've always loved Beverly because of his defense and that the physicality he plays with. I think that's very valuable, especially in the playoffs. He gets under guy's skin. There, there, there's a use. As much as I love him, I just don't, I don't see how he fits on the Raptors. He'd be a better Delon Wright for us. 
but yeah, no, they, like the Raptors need need shooting, and uh, Patrick Beverly is not really that guy. I got pass on that one. Mike Conley. Now, Mike Conley, he's been a fringe all-star in the Western Conference for probably about five years. Um, you can probably call him a snub. Maybe two of those five years? I don't know. But, like, you, you'd think at some point he'd make it be an all-star. But I remember the last time Mike Conley and Kawhi Leonard went at it in the playoffs. They, they were robots, just going toe-to-toe, bucket, back and forth between the two of them. It was incredible. That was a great series. So, like, if you're wondering whether Mike Conley brings it in the playoffs, he does. But there's no deal that would make sense here for the, for the Raptors or the Grizzlies. Like, would the Raptors flip Kyle Lowry for Mike Conley? Maybe. Grizzlies would not take that, though. Why would the Grizzlies take... If the Grizzlies are blowing it up, they want young players. They want picks. Kyle Lowry does nothing for them. So, it. I don't I don't see it. I, I really don't see it. Another Grizzlies player who... I don't really see the deal. Marcus Gasol's shooting has fallen off a cliff the last two months. I think he's around like 30% for a three over those last two months. So... There's some concern there, but I don't know that I'd prefer him to Jonas Valanciunas, and I don't, I don't know. Like the the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies would demand Pascal Siakam, and I hang up the phone immediately. So it's it's not gonna happen. Markel Fultz, yeah, I the Raptors don't need the the craziness that surrounds him and. He's currently not in a position to get minutes on this Raptors team, so yeah, no. Moving on to just a list of players who I don't know whether are good or not. Kent Bazemore. He's currently injured, but he's going to return this season. I feel like Bazemore is an above-average defender. I think. I think last year he shot really well from three for the, the Hawks. But, you know, the Hawks were the worst team in the Eastern Conference. So I don't know how much weight you put in that. Bazemore, he's owed a lot of money, and I, I, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think I don't think he really moves the needle. It's just not worth it. Alan Crabb, this season he's been derailed by injuries and just been horrific. But over the course of his career, he's been a good three-point shooter and nothing else. And the Raptors already have C.J. Miles for that. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. He don't shoot. He has never shot. He's not better than OG. Like, it It doesn't make... Like, no, he, he, he wouldn't do anything on this team. Jabari Parker. Doesn't play defense and his hometown Chicago Bulls have now diminished his role and seem to be giving up on him doesn't bode well for him does not bode well for him at all i think jabari is not a great shooter needs the ball in his hands just i don't know if he really fits on any team at this point until he makes a considered effort to start playing defense and that's not currently a situation rodney hood 
Now, we all remember Rodney Hood refusing to play garbage time against the Raptors in the playoffs. That is not a good look for him, <laughs> refusing to check into a game. Another thing that doesn't really look great is he, he just seems constantly injured or ill. I remember with the Jazz, he used to be questionable like every game because I think his, he has stomach issues or something. In theory, like he's a good shooter, but I feel like you don't you don't trade for a guy who who's often hurt or, or ill. It, it, that, that that's not like there's not an upside to it, and I don't see the upside for Rodney Hood. I do wish you know the Raptors would have taken him over someone like Caboclo in that draft, but you know. It didn't happen, and it's he's not going to be a Raptor. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, J.R. Smith. I don't even think the the Cavs have been playing him. I think he's he's just uh he doesn't want to be there, and I'm not sure that anybody wants him. Like his basketball IQ isn't good, and uh, we saw that in the NBA Finals. And I don't really know. I, I don't really know who, who's going to talk themselves into J.R. Smith. Uh, Wayne Ellington. So he, he, Wayne Ellington's a guy who I think a lot of people would have liked this summer, but uh, he stayed with the Heat, and he has fallen out of the rotation for them and hasn't shot the ball as well. And you can't get minutes for the Heat. I don't really see how you get them for the Raptors. I don't see it. I his skill if he could shoot the ball like he was last season, yeah, I could I could see a deal, but yeah, I'm not banking on things that, that currently aren't happening, especially when you don't do anything else. Tyreek Evans. He had a career year, I think, last year for that injury ravaged Grizzlies team. This year he was horrible. He's he's been horrible, inefficient, doesn't play defense. But the Pacers are now uh, dealing with the with the injury with Oladipo for the season. So Tyreek Evans might have a couple good weeks, and they the Pacers might be able to trick someone into taking him. But Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't think Tim Hardaway Jr. is necessarily a bad player. I don't think he's a good player either, though. He's inefficient, and he's been inefficient his entire career. It hasn't been a usage-volume thing where uh, he's become suddenly inefficient because he's taking more shots. No, that's always been the case when, no matter how many shots he was taking. And I don't think he's been a good defender this season. I think it, it's a it's a gamble to take on his contract, and he doesn't move the needle for the Raptors. just doesn't do it, so I, I ain't making a trade for him. Ennis Cantor, I don't think Ennis Cantor is good. I think most people would agree with that because uh, he doesn't play defense. And one thing he does well is rebound the basketball. But yeah, that I don't know if that keeps him in the league. You kind of hope he stays in the league just because you want him to stay safe and you don't want him getting sent back to Turkey, where God knows what will happen to him. Yeah, he, as a basketball player, he's not good. Terrence Ross, another basketball player who's not good. His stats 
you know, may look better this season, but when it matters, he's that same old Rost where the basketball IQ goes out the window. I think it was the playoffs with the Raptors where he had like a backcourt violation. It wasn't where like he's forcing a bad situation. No, it was just him being stupid, which led to a backcourt violation. I remember once he couldn't inbound the basketball. When you need him to show up, he does not do it. You know, he can drop, you know, 51 points against the Clippers in a loss. You know, he did that for the Raptors. But when you need him to make shots, it just hasn't happened. Yeah, I I, I think he, Terrence Ross is lazy, and I don't want that. And I, I also don't think he's a good defender. People have always referred to him as a 3 and D player, and I haven't seen the defense from him. I really haven't. Another Orlando Magic player, Jonathan Simmons, He's he's been terrible this season. The Spurs made him look like a competent role player, but Jonathan Simmons, he's just been pretty terrible. I don't think he's good. Contavious Caldwell Pope. He was shooting the ball really nicely after coming out of prison last year, but he's not been shooting well this season and his defense which he was known for has disappeared the lakers no longer want anything to do with him and i don't think the raptors should josh jackson so josh jackson still young he's hard to write off he's shown flashes but i feel like he's putting up stats on this bad Suns team, especially when games have gotten out of hand and become uncompetitive. But in games the Suns are in, his efficient inefficiency shows through. Somebody's going to take a chance on him if the Suns, you know, are looking to move on. But we talked, you know, I talked about uh, Dennis Smith. Maybe the Suns would want Dennis Smith from the Mavs. Maybe the Mavs would be willing to take on uh, Josh Jackson, but. I think probably the Mavs would want a little more, but maybe there's a deal there. But as far as the Raptors are concerned, I don't see how Josh Jackson would get minutes on the Raptors. Kelly Oubre Jr. Now, you're saying, why would the Suns want to trade Oubre after just trading for him? Because the Suns didn't want Oubre. They wanted Brooks. And they didn't get Brooks because... The Brooks that they were going to get was not the Brooks they wanted, so they settled on taking Kelly Oubre and um, Kelly Oubre, he's a replacement level player. And the Raptors don't need DeLon Wright's son on the roster. Dragon Bender. He is garbage. Iman Shumpert. I really thought Elon Shumpert looked like he was heading out of the league until he was traded to the Kings. He's been hitting threes, but I don't think he should be trusted. He doesn't really do too much else, and based on his track record, yeah, I I don't want anything to do with him. Um, I'd be surprised if the Kings got value for him. Maybe they get a second-round pick, but we shall see. Thon Maker, who I just recently added to this list because he has demanded a trade after falling out of the rotation for the Milwaukee Bucks. But I don't I don't really see why the Bucks would want to make a trade with us. I don't see why we want to make a trade with the Bucks. You know, we're both competing with each other to get to make the finals this season, supposedly. But 
Thumbmaker, he always seems to show up against the Raptors, but you know hasn't hasn't really broken through yet. I think if everything broke right broke right for Thumbmaker, I think he's got that kind of archetype of a Miles Turner who is breaking through this season. You know that shot blocking and ability to stretch the floor. I think that that's kind of where Thonmaker's ceiling is. And if you're a young team, I think you try and try and get Thonmaker because that's that's enormous upside. That it's not going to be the rap. Now let's talk about some guys who have not been the same since injury. Wes Matthews. So the Mavs been trying to get off him. But he hasn't been the same since tearing his Achilles. Ninja Matthews was pretty good yet yesterday against the Raptors, but he's no longer a two-way player. He just kind of hits threes now. Necessarily isn't a bad thing, but making a lot of money, I don't want him. Patrick Patterson. So, Patrick Patterson's been a steaming pile of dog poop. For the Thunder, and he hasn't really been the same since uh, blowing out his knee. I think a lot of Raptors fans are kind of just salty on him for some reason, and I have some inclination why that's the case, some of the things he has said, but I think you have to acknowledge Patrick Patterson was very good on the Toronto Raptors, and he kind of just made all the players around him good, much like Amir Johnson did. And if like CJ Miles doesn't fully return to form, or you know, the Raptors could probably trade CJ Miles for like Patrick Patterson and take back like someone like Raymond Felton as well. I feel like like two underperforming guys just always you can make that trade. I think the Thunder. Why not? Uh, they they need shooting. Maybe Miles could work for them. I, who knows? But you know, like, the Raptors wouldn't be giving up anything of real value in this situation. I think it would also it would have saved the Thunder a bit of money. Moving on, Solomon Hill. He hasn't been the same since the hamstring injury and. What really got him paid was how he performed when he was with the Pacers, and he played well against the Raptors in the playoffs, but I don't think he'd currently earn minutes here. Brandon Knight, he wasn't a great player before he tore his ACL, and he's pretty much unplayable now. I think the Rockets will try and use him as salary filler with whatever deal they make. It's not going to be with us. And then let me just give you a name of old and washed players. Ryan Anderson, Zach Randolph, Costa Kufus, Marcin Gortat, Pau Gasol, Courtney Lee. Yeah, none of those guys uh, can really provide anything at this point. Moving on to some actual possible players. Nick Batum. Now, I think a lot of people think Nick Batum has been bad this season. That is not the case. He's seeing his raw numbers decrease, but he is shooting better this season. And I think his three-point shooting is valuable and can help the Raptors. But I probably don't want his contract, especially him being 30 years old. I don't think the gamble's worth it. 
So we move on to Joe Harris. I think Joe Harris is probably hard to get, but he's become one of the best shooters in the league, which I think is going to be surprising to most people because he's not really a known name, especially to casual fans. But I, I have no idea if the Nets would even want to move him. But I think there there'd just be too many teams interested if they did, and I I don't I don't really see a, a trade that would even make sense here. Like the, the Raptors could offer Norman Powell in a second round pick, and that's say no, it doesn't happen. Thad Young, he wouldn't give us you know the shooting we need, but I think he's just a really impactful player. And with Oladipo's season over now, the Pacers may look to move that. You know, he's an expiring player, and he wanted to opt out in the summer and sign a long-term deal with the Pacers and take less money per year. Pacers said no. Said no. Yeah, after being fabulous for them in the playoffs. So maybe they just try and cash in and get something out of him. I don't know if a deal like DeLon Wright, C.J. Miles, Malachi Richardson would be enough. Maybe they like DeLon Wright. You know, Darren Collison and Corey Joseph are free agents this summer. DeLon Wright is also, but he's restricted. So if the Pacers see him as a long-term option, maybe they do it. Maybe just have that control. But we, 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 we it's it's probably not enough, um, honestly, though. You know, the, 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 the Pacers probably could get more for that, you know, but who knows. We'll move on to Otto Porter. I think, I really think that Otto Porter has become severely underrated. He's a two-way player. He hits threes. He plays defense. That first playoff series against the Wizards, people think, you know, Paul Pierce killed us. They can think that. Otto Porter, as a young player, was great in that series against us. And he's been a good player. He's dealt with some injury issues. He's still young, so I'm not too concerned about that. But the Wizards want to get off money. They aren't moving John Wall, who's currently out for the season and is due to, I think, make like $40 million next year. They're not getting off of that. They're not getting off of Jan Mahimi. So the big money guy they could get off of is Otto Porter. If they want to get off that money, call up the Raptors. Just call us up, you know. Could we give you Norman Powell, C.J. Miles, Greg Monroe, and Malachi Richardson? And save you some cash. Save you some cash. And I don't really think the Wizards can just keep running it back with their same core. Like, you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results. That's I think that's the definition of insanity. And I, the Wizards don't get better by this move, but they gain more more flexibility into the future. And... Maybe it's not enough for them, in which case I'd, consi- I'd consider seriously trading Abaka straight up for Otto Porter. I think a lot of Raptors fans would be like, no, no, Abaka, we need him, we need him. Look at Greg Monroe, he's awful. We need Abaka, look how good he's been this season. But were you singing that same tune this summer? When you were saying, get him off my team, this guy is trash. Because I saw that all over social media all this summer. Because Abaka, he struggled down the stretch late in the season last year. And he he was quite, quite trash in the playoffs, aside from game one against the Wizards. And 
I think it might be the time to sell him. I think that, you know, if the Raptors were ever going to trade him, now's the time. Um, the problem here is that we need Jonas Valanciunas back because, you know, Greg Monroe, you, you can't start Greg Monroe. You just can't do it. Uh, but it would be a freeing moment for Jonas Valanciunas because Jonas Valanciunas just seeing his minutes decrease year by year, having better season after better season last year, career year, this year on pace for career year, and just seeing those minutes drop, drop, drop. Minutes would open up for him. So I like that. And the Raptors need three-point shooting. Abaka, I think, is shooting something like 27% this season from three. I think that's down, was it from 36 the the previous season? And I think he was 40% the year he got traded to us. So if the Raptors want to add three-point shooting, I think this is a way to do it. I also think that it gives the Raptors some versatility because, you know, the NBA likes switchable wings. Otto Porter is that. You know, he can play either forward position. You could swing him to, uh, to power forward. You put him at small forward. I think the Raptors could play, you know, Kawhi at, at power forward, at small forward. So I, th- I think it gives us options, like, towards a small ball type thing. I really like Otto Porter. I think I think if, you, if he was just making $15 million a year... I think everyone would look at him as a great asset, but because he's making 25, people are like, toxic asset, toxic asset, can't touch his $81 million contract. But I, I'd touch it. I'd, I'd, I'd get in bed with that con- contract. I'd make love to that contract. I really like Otto Porter. Marvin Williams. Marvin Williams kind of the forgotten man, but uh, he's getting up there in age, but I think he's a good two-way player, though. Again, he's another, you know, switchable forward. But I think the Raptors can get him for super cheap. I think, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, the Hornets, they need to chase a playoff spot. They need to convince Kimba to stay. Why? Why? The Hornets, you, if you make the playoffs, you ain't getting out of the first round. What are you doing? Don't, don't sacrifice your future. Just get off some of your bad money. And Marvin Williams is some of that bad money. He's overpaid, but, you know, he's, he's a, he'd be a really good bench player for the Raptors. He'd be a great backup to Pascal Siakam. I think the Raptors could steal him for a package of CJ Miles, Malachi Richardson, and Craig Monroe. I think we could do that. I think we could do that. I think, I think the, the Hornets, they would do that because they would save money. Now, moving on to some kind of more high-profile players. Bradley Beal, I'm saying no deal here. It, why do the Wizards want to trade him? I'm saying Otto Porter's the guy they move, not Bradley Beal. They have control over Bradley Beal to, until the summer of 2021. He's their best player. You don't trade him. He's not getting overpaid. There's no reason. Like, unless they got a fantastic deal, and I'm not mortgaging my future for Bradley Beal. I do it for Anthony Davis. I ain't doing it for Bradley Beal. No. Kevin Love. Now, Kevin Love appears close to be returning from injury. The Cavs are really bad, um, and you have to assume they'd want some future assets, picks, whatever, for Kevin Love. He's owed $140 million, and the injuries aren't a new thing. I think, I think a desperate team... We'll take a shot at Kevin Love. The Raptors are not a desperate team. Maybe someone like the Portland Trailblazers. Take a shot that way because as it sits, you know, the 
the Blazers have few ways they can raise their ceiling. Maybe Kevin Love's that guy for them. He's not that guy for the Raptors. I think ultimately there's very few moves that raise the ceiling for the Raptors. Anthony Davis would be that move. I think it's very unlikely to happen. And I think I think there's really a discrepancy of how people view the Raptors. People see them struggling lately. Oh, they got to make a move. They got to make a move. But then you look at what we have to get give up to get a player that's impactful. And it, it's a, it's typically probably not something that can pan out unless you get one of those overpriced guys I mentioned. But yeah, like there's the other side of things where it's like, oh, yep, we swept the Warriors. We have a chance against them. We, we don't have a chance against the Warriors in the finals. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. They're going to just show up. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins, Andre Iguodala, and I'm mentioning Iguodala because he still plays defense in the playoffs. He still gets it done. Same with Draymond. He's going to show up defensively in the playoffs. Don't tell me these guys are done. They show up in the playoffs. They know how it's done. I think the dream is that we get Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant bolts from the Warriors. I think that just means we get a title. I think that's what that's what that would mean. I think we would have a chance if Durant stayed and we got Anthony Davis too. I don't think that's that would be a sure thing. Because uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about it. And I don't definitively know that Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis are better than just Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. I think they are, but I don't know that. And Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, it's been pointed out to me, they have chemistry. They've been playing together. So just that aspect alone kind of puts things, you know, more into reality. The Raptors, the rest of the Raptors team would not look great if they're trading for Anthony Davis. Probably keep Kyle Lowry, Danny Green, and one of, like, a Buck or a Valentinus. But you look at those guys, they don't stack up to, like, those other stars on the Warriors, they don't stack up. Well, Lowry, if he's if he's on and hitting shots, I guess he could. But uh, to like Clay, Draymond, or Cousins. But so, what is the trade the Raptors make? I don't think they make a trade. Maybe they go for a buyout guy. Maybe they do something small. But we shall see.